Hi, and welcome to the Valued Living Podcast, where we'll share tips and ways to help you begin to discover life value to create the life you want and deserve. I'm your host, Ava Blaylark, author of the book, Valued, Things I Wish My Mom Would Have Told Me. I'm a school social worker, therapist, author, and speaker. You can find out more at www.avalblaylark.com. On today's episode, we tackle the value of you. Do you know your worth? Through personal storytelling and transparency, Monique and I share our experience and guidance to explore your inner value. Clinical therapist Monique shares her personal story and advice for you to begin to understand the value of you. Welcome to the first episode of the Valued Living Podcast. Today on Valued Living, we're talking about the value of you, knowing your self-worth. With me today is Ms. Monique Richardson, licensed clinical social worker and MBA. She's also the owner of Fit Life Wellness in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome, Monique, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you um, for having me. No problem. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you do? Sure. So um, Fit Life Wellness is a private mental health practice. So I'm based out of Atlanta here and I do individual um, counseling and therapy online as well as in the office. Um, I have a private practice, which actually is converting into a group practice. I actually just brought my first therapist on. So I'm super excited about that. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Definitely was not in the plan last year, but uh, you know, your, your plans aren't always your plans. So, mm-hmm. um, um, and along with that, I do um, speaking um, strategies. So I work with companies where I evaluate and do the EAP programs. I'm um, just making sure that the culture of the company um, just really fosters like making it comfortable and having a conversation with mental health in the workplace. And um, and then along with that, I um, do continuing education workshops. So. I do workshops for social workers for licensure. Nice. All right. Can you tell us a little bit? So I know that you're um, a clinical therapist, you're a speaker. Um, like you say, you kind of do um, some workshops and things like that. Um, I asked you here today to talk to us just about the value of you um, and knowing your self-worth. Is that something um, that you talk to clients about? Absolutely. Um, you know, when you ask me about it, I, of course, instantly like smile because yeah. <laughs> this is such a topic that is really close to me. It's something that I work with daily with clients. And I think it's just so important to, to work through. So it's definitely something I talk with them about all the time. It's about um, building self-worth and kind of figuring out who they are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I use uh- a lot of, um, sorry. No, go ahead. What did you say? No, I was just saying, you know, I just, I, I just use a lot. The first question I always ask them is like kind of, you know, who poured into them and things like mm-hmm. that, just to kind of get an idea, a background of it. And then we kind of work from there on how to build them up. Nice. Exactly. Um, that's, you know, again, that's great to hear. And that's why I asked you um, to come in and talk to us about um, this. So um, this kind of, this whole idea of like a value and the value of you 
kind of came to me about um, a year ago. Actually, it was like last spring. And I made this note um, in my in my iPhone. And the note, you know, said something like inherently valued. And I don't know where I was or where I heard it, um, but it's it really did stick with me. Um, and so I like was like, you know, looking in the dictionary, like, what does this word inherently mean? What does this word valued mean? Um, and essentially, it means just having worth that's inherent. It's, you, you know, you're worthy just because you are. There's nothing that you can do to take it away. There's nothing that you've done that can take it away. Nothing that happens to you that takes it away. But just by being, you have value and you have worth regardless um, of anything else. And so I feel like for me, that really spoke to me because I had spent like a majority of my life, I feel, making myself small to not impose on other people. Um, Just like taking on the burden of other people. You know, my parents had a lot going on. So I knew I just wanted to be, you know, just, you know, not a a bad kid or a problem for them. But in doing Mm -hmm. so, I kind of lost my own voice, you know? And so, yeah. you know, in kind of getting it, you know, even before, you know, before last year, but trying, you know, getting my voice back um, and speaking up and saying, you know, that what I have to say is important. Um, so yeah. that is kind of the idea of where inherently valued comes from and wanting to talk about that value of you and knowing your self-worth. Because like you said, you you talk about it a lot with um, your clients. It's something that comes up, right? Um, and mm-hmm. I know it's something that comes up for a lot of people. Um, so I'm actually, I don't know if you are and you don't have to share, but I'm a therapist who, <laughs> who sees a therapist. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm one of those therapists. <laughs> so um again, like this point just kind of drove home for me because, you know, we're having this conversation and I don't know what he asked me, but my response was, what's the point of saying something if it's not going to change anything? And so like, he just kind of stared at me and my mouth kind of dropped open because the realization (laughs) hit me of what I said. And I was like, shoot. Like, what was that? And so when, you know, when I go yeah. back and I think about it, you know, and I like tell myself, like, you, you, you are the point, like the point, mm-hmm. like I am the point, <laughs> you know, so right. no matter, like, like I said, no matter what, you know, I've been through, it's not about changing other people or their attitudes or their feelings, because I, you know, you can't do that. But again, my voice is important. What I have to say is valid and it's worthy and I'm worthy. So I, I'm the point. <laughs> um so that, that's that's great. become kind of like one of my little my, one of my little mottos like I am the point um so that's kind of you know where I am with that but tell me um your first thoughts um about the value of me of the value of you and what that means to you yeah so when I um I read that and I just kind of like mm, okay um and I'll share with you why this is um you know, why it's so important for me. I think um, I grew up kind of um, not really having a voice. You know, I grew up in a very kind of dictator style household Mm -hmm. um, where you didn't have a voice, uh, where, you know, there wasn't a lot of positive 
activity or there wasn't a lot of things um, poured into me or spoken, you know, into me. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, one way. And so you really didn't. But I think for me, I had a lot of great influential people around me. But I also had, there was something that was always in me that just like this, there's something, this is not right. Yeah. Like there's something not right. And I will tell you, um, it took uh, a lot for me to find that voice. It took a lot for me to kind of find my way. Mm -hmm. And um, when I was in undergrad, I actually went to counseling for the first time when I was in undergrad. And it, man, it changed my life. (laughs) It was was one of those things where I can, you know, as a therapist, I think it's important to be able to identify about sitting on the other side of that chair. And when I tell you, um, it changed my life. But I think I finally, probably in my late 20s, I think was when I I learned um, that voice and you couldn't tell me nothing. Hey. <laughs> once I, it was like, it was like once I learned me mm-hmm. and how completely comfortable I was with myself, I could sit with myself, then that changed it for me. Yeah. And um, that took a lot. It took a lot of mistakes. It took a lot of um, me not saying things, not speaking up for stuff, not being sure in my choices and things like mm-hmm. that. But when I found it and it was there, then I really learned, like, I had to sit with myself. So I had to go through a period of, like, literally sitting with myself, being with myself, being by myself, and really trying to figure out, you know, who mm-hmm. I was. Um, I think that a lot of that, value comes from loving yourself like love that you have for yourself first um because it doesn't matter what people think how they value what they see in you when you don't have that love it doesn't matter to you like to you you still have Mm -hmm. no value and so for me it's like you have to to dig in you and figure out like what it is and so for me that was that's what it was. Was I had to find that voice, find that, find my way. And I think that the first thing, like I said, was the therapy. It was me realizing that there was nothing mm-hmm. wrong with me. Like me realizing that, like I grew up in some yeah. dysfunction that was out of my mm-hmm. control. That like was not mine, and I really didn't know how to let it go. And so, but once I learned how to do that, and once I focused on, but you know here's who you are. And I kind of always knew that, but I still kind of needed that like reassurance mm-hmm. until I owned it. And then when I got it and then I owned it and then it just changed mm-hmm. the game for me, but it was definitely, um, you know, a big thing. And I love the way that you use inherently valued. I think that that's, you know, such a great thing. We think that we have to prove stuff yeah. to be valuable or to be, have value. Um, and it's just, just being you or being, and so, yeah, that was, that was my, my journey, my way of like figuring out like who I was and my work was that I had to go through some stuff because it just was kind of, again, that voice was silenced for a minute and I had to really realize like how to speak up, but then also how to be confident in yeah. that voice that I had. Absolutely. Right. And isn't it funny how we have to, I don't know, and I feel like a lot of people have this experience where you have to learn it, you have to find it, even though it is inherent. It's like I feel like whether you believe it or not, you are you are valuable, right? But yeah, that's you know that's half of it. But you do you do have to believe it though too. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a 
two sides of the yeah. same coin. Like you don't have to believe it because I feel like everybody has worth and everyone right. has value. But man, I feel like it's so much better when you can mm-hmm. begin to own it and know it for yourself. Yeah. You know. Right. So yeah, I think I think that's important. It's like, yeah, absolutely. So how and this might be hard to answer, but how do you start to to own that? You know? Like Yeah, yeah that's that's tough. Um I think I can tell you, um, I guess for myself, I just have to say, I, I, I can use that as just an example. But I think for me, it was a lot of, I tell you, mm-hmm. a lot of prayer. Um, but it was a lot of me sitting in yeah. silence. So one thing I have learned is that we, we do not like yeah. to sit in silence. We do not like to sit with our own thoughts and, and kind of the think, our view of ourselves. And so it was me really sitting with that and kind of trying to figure out how to tap into mm-hmm. that. And so it was, who am I? And it was speaking into myself yeah. and it was telling myself, you are, you know, great. Um, you can do this. You are worthy. You know, you don't let people treat you this way. You have to protect yeah. yourself in your space. And so the first thing I always tell people is like, you have to speak it yeah. first. You have to speak it. You have to speak it into yourself. And I think it's, and so a lot of people even have a hard time, like, how do I speak to myself positively? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's in the beginning, it's not comfortable. It's not going to be something that you're going to just wake up and start doing that's going to be easy. In the beginning, it's going to be like very intentional about making an effort until it becomes comfortable. Yeah. And the biggest thing is that sitting in discomfort mm. and learning how to say, this is uncomfortable because I don't know it because I'm not used to it. And once I get past that, it gets better. And I'm always encouraging my clients, like, listen, I know it's uncomfortable right now. Get there because it's going to get better. And I think that that's the thing is we want it to change tomorrow. We don't want to, you know, have to feel how the unknown or being uncomfortable sitting and waiting to for, for yeah. the shift to happen. And I think that that's where, that's how you, you start to do it is like, you really have to sit with yourself, sit in silence. Um, but then just kind of ask yourself, like, yeah. what do I want? Yeah. Because you have to know, you know, you have to really identify, is this the life I want? Is this like the path I'm on? Is this like, do I feel good yeah. about where I am? And if you don't, then that's when you have to write. Yes. I mean, you know, you you saying like sitting in the discomfort right because I mean you hit like the nail on the head like that's really hard for people because <laughs> we don't you know <laughs> yes. the mirror word itself we don't want to be uncomfortable um but again like you said you have to ask yourself what do I want is this the life that I want and if it's not then you do have to do something right. different um to to get what it is you want and I think like you said that begins with speaking into yourself and being intentional about that even when it feels weird you know so that you can learn and start to you know get that that value part Mm -hmm. that part that matters yeah yeah and you know I wanted to add to that so when I talk about sitting in silence Mm -hmm. the silence let me tell you what the silence does for you too it quiets the people Mm -hmm. around you that question make you mm-hmm. it quiets it stops that energy um it, it kind of puts you in a protective space 
Because when we're trying to get to something different, we need to silence the noise. We need to silence what everybody yes. has been telling us. Because if you don't, it's harder to pull yourself out of that. And so that silence, it, that represents you protecting yourself to say, hold up, I need everybody to be quiet while I figure out who I am. Because if you don't do that, then it makes your journey even longer. But it also continues to add those little questions about, like, right. should I be doing this? Should I even be taking the time for myself? You know, should I even be questioning this? Or am I who mm-hmm. they say I am? Mm-hmm. Am I who they say I am? And if, <laughs> yeah, that's it. And if you don't silence that, you never get an opportunity to actually sit with your own thoughts or yes. create your own thoughts and say, but this is who I want to be. Uh, yes. And, and that even jogged my memory. Like, um, you know, when I first met you is through like a podcast where we were talking about mental health. And that's really one of the reasons why I thought about you for this is you talked about protecting your mental space. Like that was one of the things that yeah. um, that you touched on during that first podcast um, that we did is protecting your mental space. So what you're saying now, even still just like and I remember like, you know, I was supposed to be talking to, but I was also like taking notes on what you were saying. Like, yes, I need to, <laughs> I need to protect my, you know, my space. Cause like you said, then it's like, mm-hmm. am I who they say I am? When you're not silencing like the outside noise, they're influencing, you right. know, <laughs> other people yeah. are influencing you. And sometimes, like you say, you just have to sit in silence so you can hear your own thoughts, create your own thoughts. Yes. Right. I, yeah. I like I, that, Monique. They believe that. I like that. Like, <laughs> I hope y'all hearing this and somebody's being helped. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Right. So creating that, you know, knowing like I am worthy of whatever life yeah. I choose, whatever life I, I want, I can have that. Um, it doesn't matter what my mom or my dad said or did. It doesn't matter, you know, if I was in some relationship where I'm damaged or, you know, where I feel damaged or something like that or where whatever trauma, like, there's still value right. in me. Um, and if people aren't pouring that yeah. into you, then you definitely got to silence that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you have to silence that. How do you, how do you think you might see just the, a lack of understanding the value of yourself and knowing your self-worth? Like, how might that manifest, especially in, you know, young girls, young women, or even people in general? Um, I mean, like, how do I identify it? Like, that that's an issue yeah, that you may yeah. be struggling with? So, I think a lot of what I see a lot of times, um, it could be in just more mm. relationships. Um, you know, it could be, and if I'm listening to maybe their history of relationships or maybe something that's early in and I can kind of hear their um some things that are going on in it that you know maybe some lack of respect you can hear the lack of respect and you can hear yeah. it's toxic um things like that um then it will then I will go into with them immediately like okay so tell me you know uh I, I always ask this question of when you were younger when you were growing up mm-hmm. who poured into like who helped you? Who helped? Because yeah. that's your foundation. Um, and so everybody doesn't have the opportunity to go back and fix, you know, work their foundation. But that's some. I hear it when they're talking about the relationships. I hear it when they're kind of like um, a lot of I can't do this or a lot of I'm supposed to be in this or mm-hmm. supposed to be in that. When I hear the negative talk, 
then it really makes me think, okay, we got to focus on your worth and your value and how you do that. Um, I have it, you know, a lot with my clients who might be working with depression. Um, It's a lot of kind of, when you're trying to help them connect with why they need to pull themselves out, you have to go and you have to help them see that they're worthy to come out. And so that's where I see it a lot of, I've got to show you, it's almost like, let me hold this mirror up and let's talk through you because I've got to get them to connect Mm -hmm. with themselves. And so that's where I see a lot of it. It's just when, you know, I hear it and then I hear that, you know, again, the negative, the the bad relationships, the poor relationships, just the poor interactions. Um, You know, again, I want to do this, but I can't. And then I'm like, well, why not? And then there's really not much, you know, a lot of answers that they can give me. But again, that, a lot of that self-doubt I hear. And that's what makes me say, okay, we got to go in a different direction to kind of help you um, tap into your worth and your value. Uh, yeah, I like that. That who poured into you, you know, that that word foundation. Um, I feel like it's going to come up a lot, <laughs> you know, in these next couple of episodes as yes. we're talking about, <laughs> you know, the value of you and the value of identity and the value of self-esteem right? Because a lot of times we get our ideas about those things, you know, from, you know, like childhood. And, you know, like you said, you know, when you were growing up, there wasn't a lot of, you know, you had um, positive people around you, but there also, you know, maybe in the home, there wasn't positivity like poured into you. Um, So, yeah. So like who's pouring into you? I feel like the good thing um, is that you know, while that foundation is super important, if you don't have it, there's still a way to like figure it out. You know, yeah. like we don't we don't mm-hmm. get to choose our circumstances. You know, we don't obviously we don't get to choose our parents. We just get, you know, born into the family we get born into. <laughs> and then, you know, we, we figure right. it out from right. there. Um so if you don't have right. that strong foundation, there's still like there's still hope. <laughs> You know, yeah, and I think that that's what people have to realize is that they think that they didn't get it, so mm-hmm. it stopped at that. And so when they didn't, I I asked that question for for to hear the foundation to hear how far I got to go back so that we how much we got to retrain, you know, so to hear how far it goes. But it doesn't mean that we stop at that. Then it says, okay, from today, then you own it, because at some point we have to let go of the way we grew up and what happened and that you know we can't be bound to mm-hmm. those circumstances what we can say is today I control yes. the narrative and that means I'm going to figure yeah. out who I am I'm responsible for that part at some point yeah. right if I'm not Absolutely. like you said it's the life yeah. I want if I'm not happy in my relationships if I'm not happy about the way I'm feeling or this self-doubt those things that you kind of talked about how it might manifest then you're responsible for making a change and and learning and like I said, you can learn, you can learn right. your worth. You know, like I said, I feel like whether you believe it or not, you are, um, but it's going to work so much better once you actually start to believe it. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to work so much better. Um, so what piece of advice would you give your younger self, especially maybe regarding this topic around the value of you and knowing your self-worth? So if you could go back in time and speak to young Monique. <laughs> you know, I tell her to keep mm-hmm. going. I, I tell her to keep going. 
Um, Young Monique, even though my voice was silenced a lot, I was mm-hmm. a fighter. And so um, I quietly yeah. fought. And I think that I would just tell her, it's okay to speak. It's okay to um, just yeah. hang in there, I think it is what I would tell her. Because I, I don't want to go back and I don't want to change yeah. her because she is who I yes. am today. But what I would tell her is like, is like keep going and you know speak because I think that you know there are a lot of opportunities where you know again I fought in silence and sometimes you know that's good but sometimes it you need to let that go you need to let people know who you are and and I would definitely I think that would be something that I would tell her just like keep going let's keep going hang in there but speak up speak up too Mm -hmm. yes oh yeah I feel like we have and you'll, you know, you'll read about it when you read in the book, but I feel like we share kind of like that same experience. I talk about, you know, how I wish I had just spoken up a little bit more, you know, and just said like sometimes mm-hmm. like, man, this sucks. <laughs> like, this is not cool. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I don't like yes. this. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just yes. would just be like, I'm, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But again, that, that weighs on you. Like you said, you see it, you see it come up and you know not being able to communicate or having poor relationships or just not just not feeling your best um so the self-worth mm-hmm. knowing the value of you is this something you feel like you've mastered are you still working on it <laughs> so I don't think I use the word master um however I do feel like um I'm pretty strong on it I think once it all came together for me um there was no turning back okay Every now and then I have to do on the court. I love a good self-check. So every now and then I have to check in with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I might side on myself on something I, I might, a decision I might make. And um, and I have to self-check. But I, I do believe that I, um, once I really figured it out and got it, I, I definitely um, haven't, you know, haven't turned back. Um, it's something I definitely carry because I think once you get it, it's so important that you, I, you have to carry that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So tell me this, and you've already shared like a bunch of great, (laughs) great tips. Um, But just to like wrap it up, right? What, like, I guess like tips or some of like the important points that you've shared um, that you might just want to highlight about beginning to understand like your value and your self-worth? Yeah, so I think um, some of the things I uh, some of the things I said mm-hmm. earlier is definitely, um, you know, how to find how to work through it or how to find it is definitely being mm-hmm. able to sit with yourself, sitting with yourself, sitting in silence, um, asking yourself who who, yeah. who are you, who do you want to be, um, leaning on your strength. So I would that's the time where when I say silence, I want to I want you to silence the people around you that kind of give that energy that makes you question your self-worth. But then I want you to then rebuild your support in your circle with people who then naturally value you and and you can see that in the ways that they yeah. interact with you. But rebuilding your support because you want to once you figure out who you are and you, and you figure out your value and your worth, your circle oh, yeah. can change. And so get ready for that and that's a good change. It might, again, it's going to be one of these things where I talked about about being okay sitting mm-hmm. in discomfort 
it's going to be uncomfortable for a while, but then it will shift and change once you get to a point where you are okay with who you are. And you being okay with who you are and loving yourself and knowing who you are first gives that foundation for then everybody else to then. It's like you have to teach people how to treat you. So you have to teach people your worthy. And if you can't teach them to value you because you don't value you, it's kind of a hard thing to do. Yes. So you've got to, you know, figure that out first. And then every interaction you have Mm -hmm. will change. The energy you have will change. And that sitting with yourself, being okay in discomfort, sitting in silence, asking yourself who you want to be. And then really saying, okay, today I want to be different. And so that means that starting to do um, daily mm-hmm. affirmations, speaking into yourself. So practicing that, like talking to yourself positively. And then doing those little things, I think, help to kind of shift mm-hmm. the energy and then kind of figure out. And then most importantly, if you if you feel like some of these things are kind of beyond you or that you need assistance with that, go yeah. get help. Go talk to someone. Go have someone, you know, go. go I, I think that that's the biggest thing that you can do is you don't have mm-hmm. to do this by yourself. So sitting in silence is to silence the negativity. But going to get help means here's, here's what I'm working with. I just yeah. need help getting there. And that's where you're going to reach out to somebody to help you get there. Yes. Yes, you preaching to me too, honey. Uh, <laughs> because you know, it's like you said, it's it's not mastered is not a word to really use, right? Like you this is something it's it's an it's right, ongoing, right. right? It is ongoing. Yes. But you know, and so thank you for sharing just like concisely putting those tips and you know, sharing that into place. And what I'm what I'm hearing is it starts with you. It, it definitely yes. starts with you. Absolutely. So um, that that's what I would say. It starts with you. You are worthy. You are valued. So Monique, thank you so, so, so much um, for sharing your wisdom with us today. Um, I really hope that somebody out there got something from this because it was good. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It was- <laughs> Thank you for having me. This topic is is really close to me, and I so appreciate being able to share with you. Thank you so much. Um, all right, guys, don't forget to join us next time. Um, and Monique, tell us where we can where we can find you. Sure. So you can find my website is fitlifewellnessllc.com. Um, if you find me on Instagram, it's just at fitlifewellnessllc. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Valued Living Podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening from. If you like the show and want to learn more, please check out www.avalblaylark.com. Don't forget to share, tell a friend, and join us next time.